0: what's going on everybody eric winquist at stochastic here on the odd trapper channel coming to with another edition hopefully these links likes and lots hit that like button subscribe button notification bell goes a long way for me on this video goes a long way for you that way you become a prize and every great content is going live here at our little neck of the youtube woods my friends uh ended up locking the over 26 and a half points for damian lillard had a little sprinkle in the 30 plus section as well uh it, it's just one of those spots where i feel like the usage is going to go up 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 we'll find out how this works out for me wednesday night and of course You're watching this lovely play on YouTube, or the plays on YouTube. Talked about it last night. Didn't have a lock there on this one. I do have a lock today on a four-gamer, which is awfully nice. Awfully nice. Was happy that there was something that stood out right from the get-go here. Strange. Again, points props. I don't know what's going on with this here lately, but they have been jumping to the top of my board over and over and over and over and over and over. And part of that is just, you know, there are pretty clear-cut spots for some of these plays. So, is what it is. We're going to talk through a lane or two in the uh, points prop department, but i have some straight up spreads for you today it's going to be a wild one that's for sure so smash that like button as we get going i'll talk about betmgm i'll talk about odd chopper but producer jacob hi hello your boston celtics are up first let's get to the picks the los angeles lakers as 10 and a half point dogs going into boston what a time to be alive 240 totally hefty little total here part of that is because well the Lakers said the damn with defense. They just got out of their skid. Now they're on another skid, and part of that is getting on the road, not playing in the friendly confines of, uh, well, the artist formerly noticed the Staples Center now Crypto.com Arena. Wow, what a time to be alive! But as you look at the board here for this one, I mean, this is strange. Again, double-digit spreads. Not my favorite thing on planet Earth to be firing up. You should know that by now if you've seen any of my content. But it depends. This is just one of those where it kind of depends on what you're looking for, because I think it's worth a sprinkle, that's for sure. And we're not talking about the Lakers side, where, of course, this is a very clear punt or don't punt kind of section here. This is a middle line basically sitting at 10.5. I'd expect it to drop inside of that number for sure, in the event that you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, both questionable entering this one, that end up playing. But in the event that they don't, I would argue that this line is going to move far, far more in that other direction. And so it's not even necessarily a middle line. I think this is just an incorrect one where you have both Anthony Davis and LeBron playing. It drops to eight, seven and a half, maybe. This is going to go to 15 so damn quickly in the event that they are out. It's not even funny. And Anthony Davis being out, that is really the catalyst here because how do you beat Boston? You're going to beat them on the interior. Where Kristaps Porzingis, he's awesome, but defensively, still going to have some inefficiencies against a guy like Anthony Davis who brings a lot of weight to the table and Al Horford you know what he's out there to do he's going to be out there to try to slow down Anthony Davis the Joel Embiid stopper of days of yore although I think a lot of people could have stopped Joel Embiid on Tuesday night but that's beside the point not that I'm bitter or anything but as we look at the board for this one friends I think this is worth a little bit of a play Boston 10 and a half I'm not positive if they both end up suiting out they've now taken turns you had LeBron sit or sorry, you had Anthony Davis sit out last time. If they both play, obviously you're looking at Boston trying to win a game by more, a little bit more than double digits, which is more than live here. You're not completely dead. But if they sit, you have so much closing line value in the other direction, in my opinion. So Boston minus 10 and a half, no props out here yet. Potentially something shows up here. But D'Angelo Russell, you know Austin Reeves, they're going to have to shoot the ball out of the gym on the road here and then. That's just to keep it close. Next up, we have the Pacers taking on the Knicks and a lot to talk about here. Actually, a lot more to talk about in this situation. Again, Boston, they got exponentially healthier there. LA, very clear cut what that injury information is and you know what you're dabbling with here. This one has so many question marks. Let's start on the Indiana side. Benedict Matherin, Tyrese Halliburton, TJ McConnell, Jalen Smith, all questionable. Every single one of those matters, specifically Tyrese Halliburton, who, it was announced. He did say to the press after the game last time out, that he's going to be on one of these crazy minutes limits for the foreseeable future. What does that look like? He only played 22 minutes in a competitive spot on the road in Boston last time out. That is not a plus for Indy who needs him playing 30 plus as fast as possible in order to start winning games. They have now dipped their toes into the equity pool by ditching Bruce Brown Jr. in order to return Pascal Siakam. And Bruce Brown Jr. is a winning basketball player Pascal Siakam is a winning basketball player under certain circumstances as well, although seems like a little bit of a hollow acquisition. They're probably not done making moves yet. If This is a year that they're going to go after it, and they're still in a position where, yeah, in the East, it's pretty open, especially pending what happens with Joel Embiid, where they did not release anything that happened with the MRI as of recording this Wednesday evening. So we're waiting, wishing you won't be playing on Wednesday night, but the East pretty wide open for anybody outside of boston where you know boston's going to be the clear-cut favorite but you never know you never know they've had their issues come playoff time as well hey jalen brown it's your day oh no jason tatum it's your day maybe just fucking play. sorry apologize to the kids i apologize to the kids try to be conscious of that here lately but as we look at indy the pace is obviously up with tyrese Halliburton, 102.7 possessions per 48 that is nifty but Only probably going to be putting him in for 24 minutes here in this spot. Very curious if I can short some props or if props are going to really, really undershoot what we saw last time out when they showed this this up on the board. But this is all about the Knicks side of the ball for me here in this spot. Obviously, Jalen Brunson. Looking really, really good here as a number one, the Villanova Knicks. I love that nickname. It's really fun. Obviously, back in 2015, 2016, you go back to the really good Villanova days where Jalen Brunson was a sophomore. You had Josh Hart, a senior. Phenomenal stuff for your basketball player. And then red shirt freshman, Dante DiVincenzo. My goodness, is it fun to look at these three playing basketball once again here? Again, three Wildcats teaming up, playing gobs and gobs of minutes. and. Well, they might have to play even more than you think considering OG Ananobi and Quentin Grimes both questionable. We know Tibbs likes to condense now in these rotations, and obviously those three. They've played a lot of ball together forever, ever, forever, ever, ever, But also, in this spot specifically, you're seeing a ton of rapport here. I'm actually looking at a guy in Precious Achua to potentially attach to this one. Now, you saw a starting lineup where they went to Achua and Hortenstein next to each other. And then Hortenstein, he got himself a little bit hot last time out. Got himself going up against the Utah Jazz. Utah played John Collins, followed by Walker Kessler, followed by other true centers, Kelly O'Linick. Isaiah Hardenstein doesn't get that kind of niceness here on the indie side. Now, Miles Turner, he's going to be out there for a lot of his minutes, but you could be looking at Precious running into another 40-ish type minute situation because of how well he fits what is going on on the other side. They can go to a smaller ball type lineup and try to go, you know, uh, toe-to-toe with the Pascal Siakam's small ball lineups. They've shown that they don't want to have Isaiah Jackson woo, out there on the floor too much. And Jalen Smith, yeah, he's questionable here in this spot, but if he suits up, Kind of an undersized five as well so precious achua especially if you get og and Obi out could end up being the guy that i want to attach for 15 plus points again i'm just looking at this injury report that's why that's going to be a lean but from the get-go here minus 155 some might not call that value i call that value indy still trying to figure out their rotation still really really dinged up and their star player only 24 minutes tops here in this spot Makes it tough for me to trust anything that we're looking at from Indy, trying to figure it out in the Pascal Siakamara. So the Knicks, they roll and roll and roll and roll and give me the money line. And then look at the precious Achua 15 plus points in the event that you get OG Ananobi out. Again, if you get OG Ananobi out, good talk, glad we had it. Let's talk Odd Shopper, shall we? Super quick, super easy, my friends, 14.95 weekly, 49.95 monthly and what do you get with that? At Odd Shopper here, our lovely, lovely site that we have going. Well, You get the OS premium tools, which are outrageous. Our dev team is top of the line. They are so divine. They are so, so fine. But you simply sort by positive EV. You check out the fantasy optimizer where you could go to underdog prize picks and find the best plays every single day relative to expected value. You also have the parlay builder. So all you parlay people, you can put together whatever state you're in, whatever sports books you have, you're able to fire that up in the parlay builder. It's so nice. You're going to want to try it twice. So $14.95 weekly friends but gets better just $12 when you use promo code lindy l-i-n-d-y 20% off friends expert picks discord premium tools what's the discord you say well that's where you get exactly what I'm betting every damn day yeah you heard me every damn day that's odd shopper friends check them out in the link below let's get back to the picks waiting on a little bit of news here because Cleveland the only team on a back-to-back here taking on the Memphis Grizzlies and this is one that I'm very curious when we get props and I'm very curious where they open it for one Donovan Mitchell because do you think that they are going to be able to on a back-to-back have Darius Garland out there I do not think that they can have Darius Garland necessarily out there but It is a jaw issue. It's just simply how many minutes can we expect for him right from the get-go here on these back-to-backs? I'm not positive. I'm not sure. I don't trust it in any way, shape, or form. But what I can tell you, friends, is that Donovan Mitchell will be playing basketball on a back-to-back, barring him getting hurt in the last couple minutes of this game. But that's just... We'll just knock on wood for that one. I I apologize to his family. Anyway, Memphis, we are waiting on some news on their side of things, and that's why there's no line here. John Conchar questionable actually really, really matters when you talk about a team that's already shorthanded. They do have Vince Williams off of the injury report. That's a guy that they want to play for mid-30s minutes and kind of a nice young piece. Enjoying what we're seeing out of him, but, God, they are so shorthanded. Without Marcus Smart, Brandon Clark, Desmond Bain, uh, Jake LaRavia, Zaire Williams now also out, Steven Adams and John Morant out for the season. They're done. They're going to have to play Jacob Gilliard, Scottie Pippen some minutes here if John Conchar can't go. God knows that Scottie Pippen can actually do some stuff on a floor. Jake Jay Gilliard's got some issues if you're watching those games. Yeah. It's pass first only. Memphis needs some buckets. That's what they need. And Jaron Jackson Jr., his points props are going to be egregious. Could look at shorting those on the other side. But we do have to wait a little bit on the Cleveland side of things too. Does Evan Mobley play on a back-to-back? I'm not positive. It was a lower body injury for him. So two pieces of news that could work against Cleveland in terms of spread. But... We don't even have it here, so I I don't know what to tell you. They're going to be favored. There's no doubt about that. But for me, this has more to do with just Donovan Mitchell, 30-plus points. We've seen 28-and-a-half be the opening number here for him. Well, opening number with Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. It's going to be north of 30 if they're both ruled out coming into tomorrow. But it's not like the books don't know that that's a potential thing. It's just that you want to be early to the party on those kind of guys like Donovan Mitchell, who against a bad team in Memphis, if it blows out it's probably because he went completely batshit insane. So friends, Donovan Mitchell, 30 plus points. I said, these points props, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know how this keeps happening to me, but you're talking about one of the top usage guys in the entire NBA, 30 plus percent usage. We're going to see that continue even alongside Mobley and Garland, but getting a both out is just going to skyrocket his prop into the Mid-30s, potentially. Super quick, super easy today, friends. Only four games on the NBA slate, but you got a Super Bowl coming down the pipeline super quickly as well. Less than 10 days away, or is it 10 days exactly? Yeah, less than 10 days by the time you hear this here on Thursday. That's wild stuff to think about. What you should also be thinking about, how can I possibly get some bonus bets, some some goodies, and another book that is just giving me opportunities to join them and utilize that money for the Super Bowl? Well, friends, this is where you do it. You go to BetMGM if you haven't signed up yet. You go to the link below. You use the QR code in front of your face. Either one, of they're going to do the same thing for you. You deposit $10 over at BetMGM, $10 or more, and you bet $5 of it. You're going to get three bonus bets, a $50, a $50, and a $58 bonus bet completely without any other questions. As easy as snapping your fingers there, three $50-plus bonus bets there, $50, $50, $58. Super Bowl 58, of course, that's why. But for the low price of 5 bucks to be able to have that opportunity, that's a ridiculous bankroll builder. Those are three really good shots. If you guys want to fire up the best possible plays for it, jump into the Discord, sign up for Odd Shopper, or hit me up on X at Eric Lindquist. would be happy to let you know my favorite play on any specific NBA day, my favorite play for the Super Bowl. Well, obviously, I have an NFL Liddy's coming down the pipeline, coming off a 3-1 and last weekend. So good stuff coming there in the NFL streets. But... Obviously, we're talking NBA. If you guys want to fire this up right away, you can have three $50, $50, and $58 bonus bets for a grand total of $158 in bonus bets just by trying this out. If you're 21 and over, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. To the last game that we go, let's get to Lock City. Oh boy, the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Utah Jazz 4-point dogs. My goodness, friends. Now... Of course, the Joel Embiid thing is just a big, huge issue for them. But that's not all that you're running into. He's going to be out. Already announced for this one. Hopefully, hopefully the knee isn't as bad as what, you know, could have been. You saw Jonathan Kamingo roll over him. I had to watch him, like, roll over that entire game and just not play well, and it was a whole disaster and a whole thing. But anyway, Joel Embiid, he's been the best player in the NBA in terms of EPM. There are no doubt about it this entire season. If you go to dunkson 3com and you look at the ratings of specific players, he is sitting in a bubble in another stratosphere. And then SG is actually not terribly far down from him. But then there's a chasm down to uh, Nikola Jokic here. Those three have been so damn good this season, it's not even funny. But Joel Embiid, you are now replacing... 39% usage, 64 and percent true shooting, 31% assist percentage, which is just absurd. And uh, we know how good of a rebounder he is as well. 26.9% defensive rebound rate, 8.8% offensive rebound rate. That my friends is a ton of production and you're not going to find it there with one Paul Reed defensively insanely inferior to that of Joel Embiid. In fact, I would argue the defense is the thing that they're going to end up missing the most specifically if Tyrese Maxey ends up missing this basketball game. So again, Tyrese Maxey, if he plays offensively, they're going to be fine. Defensively, not not so fine. But anyway, Joel Embiid plus 3.3 EPM on the defensive side of the ball, 99th percentile. That is not shocking. What is... Is you're looking at a negative one for paul reed replacing him mo bamba sitting down there at negative 0.7 in backup center minutes they might try some small ball stuff here up against utah if they have the personnel and that if friends exists in nicholas batum who's kind of like a throwaway acquisition to try to make everything work for james harden well they look to have gotten the better end of that the clippers that's for sure based on what we have in these current line of iterations you're still waiting for robert covington who's going to be on the shelf for another three to four weeks but Tyrese Maxey questionable, Nicholas Pachum questionable, and a perfectly healthy Utah team that gets to utilize elevation to their benefit and they are 15 and 6 straight up at home this season. Playing a Joel Embiid-less, potentially Tyrese Maxey-less Philadelphia 76ers. And don't get me wrong, Tobias Harris has looked a lot better this entire season. It's not just last game in Golden State where he did a lot of the the heavy lifting for them, still lost, but you know, did a lot of the heavy lifting. I am looking, my friends, at this being closer to seven. And I don't understand where this number opened at here. I put a small sprinkle on it. I think I'm going to tap it again here as we continue on. Again, I just got that done here right before this show started. So, friends, fire it up. Philadelphia, goodbye. Utah, minus four. Lock of the day. It's a spread. That doesn't happen a lot here. A lot of times it ends up being props because you can run into more inefficiencies. You can beat those lines like, again, my guy Lillard is up to 28 and a half after we bet him at 26 and a half today so that feels nice i think people are jumping on the narrative train a little bit yeah i kind of did too whatever Utah minus four friends my best play from Thursday lock it up full units. and that does it for another edition of Lindy's leans likes and locks you know what to do go to that comment section below let me know your favorite plays that exist here on the board for this lovely little four game where we have before us on Thursday nice to have a little bit of a light day here tons of injury news here on wednesday it was a wet was a wild one almost said wet and wild why would it be wet and wild that would be very strange just like this exit and me a lot of the time thanks to betmgm check them out down at the link below or you know wherever 21 and over if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER and thank you to producer Jacob go Celtics uh hope they just massacre the Lakers that would be awesome friends until next time I'm Eric Lindquist best of luck in the NBA streets on Thursday